It's break time. Welcome to our newest episode. It's your co-host, Rissy Ray. Hey, hey. And yours truly, Ninja. We have a very special guest here again in our break room to join us in today's topic. He is a medical assistant at Urgent Care that plays a major part in COVID testing and in the vaccine distribution where we live. We are very interested in the part that you play these in these unprecedented times. Sodorox, would you like to reintroduce yourself? Yep. Hey guys, I'm Sodorox, and once again, I'm a medical assistant working at an urgent care that is um, relevant to uh, COVID, and uh, also we are, uh, excuse me, we're also basically contracted with the health department in the state uh, to essentially give off vaccines to. Right now, at this current time, patients that are 65 and above. Oh, okay. 65 and above? Mm-hmm. Good to know. So I know it's been a while, Sidorak, since we, we last talked. Uh, and, you know, at that time, I believe it was last year. So COVID, let's, let's talk about that, at least right now, kind of a little bit of an update and kind of where we are now. Uh, I, I kind of think that we're kind of in the same spot as we were before. What do you guys think? that depends on what you mean well i was thinking like more or less still kind of quarantining still face masks still fear all of the above well for fear Yeah. yeah people there's definitely still fear for this thing i actually come to think of it earlier today from work i did actually experience a uh, a patient who was actually very frightened of the fact that her daughter had it and she didn't have it at least not yet but she had tested her child and her child of course tested positive now the sad thing was she had did uh, a rapid antigen test and what caught me was when the positive result was uh basically visible in like under a minute It, it was popping quickly. I was like, holy. And, you know, it, that thing is like, if she, if it pops that quickly, that usually indicates an, an accurate uh, antigen test. Oh, okay. And, can, and Sidorix, if you don't buy just for, for me included, if you can explain the rapid antigen test. Yeah, so with that test, we have to first come to the conclusion that we don't really have a very accurate, efficient, rapid COVID test. We can, however, go through a series of processes to get quick results to give you, you know, quick and accurate results. So Mm -hmm. the antigen test, however, is basically our cheapest, um, cheapest way to finding out if possibly you have COVID in, in, in about 10 to 15 minutes or so. But with that test, we're specifically looking for antigens. Uh, mm-hmm. Simply put, antigens, just, just think about it, think about them as like, a, like clothing or like a jacket. And usually antigens are present whenever your body is giving off severe symptoms, whatever virus is causing those symptoms. And if we're, you know, since we're talking about COVID right now, Let's just say hypothetically you're having fevers or new lost taste and smell. Those are considered one of the major symptoms for COVID. So a lot of times if I see patients who have either just a fever or just a new lost taste and smell symptom, I immediately initiate that test. 
There is no questions asked about it because I that's just again when I this is a severe symptom. Fever is a pretty severe symptom just as a whole, and the fact that people are losing their scent, whether it's to smell or to taste, I mm-hmm. think that's pretty severe too because that can get into dangerous situations later down the road. If like people are eating things that are really bad and they can't tell that it's bad because it doesn't taste like anything to them. Uh, but aside from that, though, um, so whenever we're looking for antigens, again, just looking for that that clothing. But if that virus isn't wearing that clothing, that test is just going to detect it's negative. So unfortunately, if that test shows negative, people have to understand, don't take that result 100% until those PCR tests come back. Only because number one is the most accurate. And number two, because we missed your chance of finding antigens, there's no telling if you don't have COVID yet. You know what I mean? Like, Antigens is basically our way of finding COVID the fastest. But if those COVID viruses mm-hmm. are still in that test, it's not mm-hmm. going to detect the virus because, again, the virus isn't wearing the antigens. We're just looking for those antigens. Right. And I guess also, if you don't have the right criteria at the right timing, even if you have COVID, but if you don't get that yeah. tested at the right timing or the right criteria, you could still test negative on the antigen test, right? Yes, precisely. And actually, um, come to think of it the i think it's pronounced abbott or abbott or something like that um their brand uh, antigen uh basically state that you need to at least have three to seven days of these specific symptoms if mm-hmm. you're having it probably too early on or maybe if it's you've been having it for for some awful reason you're having it for longer than a week for some reason the test won't pick it up right there's an indication to be about 20 percent accuracy if those symptoms or if you're essentially testing uh, outside of those um those requirements so you want to make sure if you're having severe symptoms make sure you're having it within uh three to seven days Okay. Um, and thank you so much to Doris for explaining that testing. Uh, I know that previously on our previous episode, when you guessed as well, you did explain that uh, honestly, the timing is really important because uh, mm-hmm. you can be exposed, but because of the te- current testing that we have, you can still turn out to be um, negative when you initially until I guess it festers or your body starts to really combat it. So um, to answer your question, Kaninja, I feel like we kind of are in the same boat because, again, when we, 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 spoke, we first spoke about this, um, there's really no real, like, you know, 20-minute test, you know, where you can know if you have COVID or not. Right. And I guess, I don't know, Sodorox, are you seeing less people trying to get tested or are you seeing more people trying to get tested since last year? Mm, well... From what I'm experiencing right now at this current time, I'm noticing cases are starting to drop, which is pretty good. Um, though our our clinic is usually open from nine to four for COVID testing, so we don't really see as many patients compared to a twelve hour shift per se. Uh, okay, <laughs> like a like a whole weekend type deal and after hours, or is there after hours testing? Is that available? No, uh, as much as a lot of people would love that to happen, uh, it hasn't been allowed. I think mainly because of, uh, I think people just don't feel comfortable working out at night. 
Uh, we understand. We, yeah. Do we understand, Kaninja? Do we understand that part? <laughs> I can kind of yeah. see it. <laughs> I mean, I'm a patient, so uh, I didn't get tested. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> so, I, mean, I mean, how do you feel, Kaninja? I mean, because I know Case, from the clarification from our previous episode in speaking about COVID, cases just mean people tested, not necessarily the positive. So how, how do you feel, Kaninja, with with all this new information, all this good stuff, where, where do you see us now? Are, do you feel that we getting better? So, I mean, I think how we are all treating it, no. I think people are tired of hearing about it. I think people just want to get back to their normal lives. So they're trying to do that. Now, does that make COVID go away? No. And kind of a plug into our second part with a new vaccine, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We'll talk a little bit more about that as well. So, but COVID hasn't gone away and we're starting to see more side effects of COVID when it comes to internally. So if you had COVID, there's a possibility that it has done, has wrecked havoc on your insides basically. And oh, could hey. have, yeah. And it could have am amplified something that you already had something like wrong with you, like a pre, uh, pre-issue or pre-condition or whatever, pre-existing condition. And if you had something that you didn't even know you had, mm -hmm. and COVID could amplify that. And we've, oh. we've seen, well, I don't know if it was from COVID, but definitely I've seen that happen to someone that I know. And um, they had a pre-existing condition, they had COVID, and then maybe a few months later, even something else was amplified. And it was an, it, it is a huge issue. Of course, they're fine, but it was a huge issue that maybe if it wasn't for COVID, this issue would not have been an issue, if you know what I mean. Oh, okay. I see what so, you're yeah. So, I, I mean, as far as how people are handling it, I, I don't think it's gotten any better because I think that people are still treating it as a nuisance more than something that they should be aware of. But of course, it works, like you mentioned, with the fear. I mean, it is something to be fearful of, but I mean, by now we should all know how to handle COVID, you know, <clears throat> but we should also know how to avoid, like mitigate it as well, but people aren't doing that either. So that's kind of what, what I'm thinking of. So all in all, long story short, I don't think we've gotten any better as far as how we're handling it. Now, as far as with the cases or anything like that, like definitely, Xerox, I know you were mentioning that it has gone down a little bit, and but I'm wondering with the cases going, I, I heard the cases were going really like skyrocketing because of the holidays. What, mm -hmm. what are the reasons why do you guys think that cases were, the cases were skyrocketing, but now they're starting to uh, decrease? I mean, to me personally, I feel like a lot of people had like cabin fever and was like, you know what, I, I'm going to see my, my, my grandma, my grandpa, my loved ones, my auntie, uncle, sisters, and I'm going to go. Right. But since I'm going to go, even though, you know, whatever state governor may, may have a different opinion, right, or just in general, other family members, you're like, you know what, but I'm going to be safe, though. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go. But I'm I want to make sure I want to make sure I'm good before I go, right? And I think that was the mindset because I I I I'm gonna raise my little hand up. I did travel a little bit, okay. 
Shame, Rissy. Shame. Because <laughs> I got caterpillar. I'm like, I want to go out. I want to be out. And, um, <laughs> and so I think that's where everyone kind of, you know, like that was where everything was. It's Christmas, you know? And I'm sorry. Shipping is cool, right? Shipping is great. Mm-hmm. But when you, uh, side note, I used to work for Amazon for like three years working from home. And when you, when it's out of our control because I was in the call center. Uh, at home of course but uh um when when it goes from a big huge jump like you're supposed to get this package december 22nd and it scans to tell you the 28th of december it it is catastrophic right like so i so i can see where people like who can anyway it's like hey i'd rather just drop it off to you i'd rather meet up with you versus saying it through whatever carrier you know all major carriers to go and do it so i know that there was a lot more of impersonness of it all just adding to christmas you know i mean the holidays of course um and i think that's what contributed to well okay it's done now so unless it's like someone's birthday there's no graduations i mean there may be in january you know with everything covid and you know a change of schedule but right now, there's not as much activity going on. Until Valentine's. Well, okay. So I feel that, I feel like with Valentine's, like if you're going to do it, you're already within that same household, possibly. But no, but you might have a loved one, like you you know, like a loved one you want to give to. Yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah. Right. Any holiday that includes togetherness, yes. Right. <laughs> so, Sodorox, what do you think? I mean, what specific? As to why you think that the cases are kind of going down a little bit versus it skyrocketing over the holidays. The thing is, is that it's only gone down just this week. So I don't want to really put all of my opinion on that just yet. Because I was talking with my group about it. And we think it's going to definitely go back up again at least probably in valentine's day um of course there's going to be a lot of people who's going to want to spend time with each other and at one point you know valentine's day there's going to be a lot of scorpios at some point that's going to be born but but, um aside from that though of course no one's going to be wearing masks during certain intimacies so (laughs) don't be surprised if cases go up because of that um also, the other holidays to follow and the fact that these uh, vaccines, at least in my opinion, don't really, they don't really seem to be as effective as a typical vaccine would be. And that's only just because it's a, a newer vaccine. We don't really have 100% like complete research to really, you know. But aside from that, though, um, I think cases are only just dropping now because we already hit most of the main holidays. So there's not really nothing going on at this point. Um, but cases, I'm pretty sure they're going to go back up at some point. Gotcha. And just a little side note, uh, what Sidorox was mentioning with Valentine's Day, that we do have a little bit of a plug-in for our previous episode on our podcast in our break room of dating during COVID. So uh, <laughs> if you guys are all interested in how to do that and all the different ways, Rissy's got the scoop on that one so right back with the rona (laughs) (laughs) so 
but yeah, no, definitely it's drugs. That, that makes sense. And I'm sure at this point, since everyone is sick and tired of hearing about COVID and having to stay inside, I think everyone's going to be picking and choosing, but more or less picking any sort of holiday to celebrate just to get out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So April, April Fool's Day, let's go to a bar, <laughs> You know, March, uh, St. Patrick's mm -hmm. Day. Let's go to a bar. <laughs> mm -hmm. No, I definitely see that, and I and I also like just also just just speaking with other people. It's like at first, you know, with everything, like the information continues to change, right? Mm -hmm. And so at first, obviously, which everything's incorrect now because we have more information data. But at first, uh, initially, the information was um, it was a virus that was only affecting um, older like the older group of people, mm -hmm. right? That was first. So we're thinking, you know, we're moving as normal because of that, that's our information. Mm -hmm. And then it went to uh, people with pre-existing conditions, regardless of age. So we're like, okay, well, I have asthma. I have, you know, like things like that, where you're like, okay, let me go be mindful. And then when they broke it, I don't know which month it was, Kanija is going to know which month it was, when they broke out and said, hey, you can have COVID and have no symptoms. I think that's when it was just like, oh, okay. So it's like kind of like, you just don't know. So it's right. like, D if you do, D if you don't. Because um, I think what one of the information that I heard was how uh, with COVID, the virus being on surfaces, like your package, right? Because think about it, every, now, like everything you used to do is now freaking dirty, okay? Just yeah. to put it out there. Everything yeah. you used to do is dirty. Like going to bed with your phone is dirty, okay? <laughs> your phone is the most grossest thing. You can <laughs> and see, that's the crazy part. I, we always knew that it was always there. Because, like, my mom was very, my, my mom is very, um, she makes sure that th to keep things cleansed, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so she was like, wipe it down your phone. I'm like, why? Like, for, because whatever reason, I feel like if I focus to one surface or another, it, it like counters the a previous, ew, <laughs> it's, it's, it's dirty, right? So, like, certain things that you used to do is dirty, like your package, right? Or we, your groceries. One of the suggestions, you know, with all, again, well, all the, the changing of information while COVID is, is going is to wipe down your groceries. Yeah. yeah. Um, so oh, or, or to leave your package outside for like a day or something along those lines. Right. And I'm just like, I remember just taking that, my package and putting it on my bed one time. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. just, just, just because you, it just, now you're just like, oh my goodness, I was so uncultured. Disgusting. <laughs> I was a nasty human. <laughs> it's like, and it's in, in like one of the information, like you said, like a day, how it was saying that an Amazon package can keep uh and I'm just I love Amazon. Okay. <laughs> so any package that you receive, right? That it could be on there for days. Mm -hmm. The virus could be there for days. And I'm just like, it went it went from that to talking about the groceries to talking about how, let's say you cough, right? And you happen to, you know, cough and you have right. the virus. That first it was like, oh, it'll stay out up there for like 30 minutes. Then it went to hours. Mm -hmm. and then that's why everyone's got to stay six feet. And then, you know, on our, previously when Sidorox you were on, we were talking about how it could be on our food. 
know, yeah. the food porn. Right. And it, it just makes you think like it kind of it, it adds to <laughs> it makes you feel very like, so what am I supposed to do? <laughs> right. Exactly. No. No, like, granted, there's oh, no there's no like full studies to really prove that, but I'm I'm almost pretty sure if we're going to consider it a lot like the flu. I remember getting the flu from someone who almost pretty sure didn't wash their hands when they decided to grab the you know the food and put it on the plate. And, you know, you know how it is when you're in the family house, you're not trying to be disrespectful or anything like that. So yeah, I kind of regretted that. Exactly. Actually, I do have a question for the rocks. Uh-oh. So as a medical assistant from the beginning of COVID versus now, do you do anything different now versus, of course, in the beginning when it comes to like packages or groceries or just in your daily life? I don't do anything too different except just washing my hands thoroughly, really. Um, it This pandemic, all it really taught me was just to make sure my hands are cleaner all times, really. Okay. So really, it's like, like for Rissy and I, we're just like we're nasty humans. You're like just wash your hands. <laughs> yeah, I mean, washing your hands is, is very important because you have to understand people really do touch their hands a lot, and that's another mm-hmm. means of transmission. You can you can breathe into someone's face all you want, and you know get someone sick that way, but you can be really distant from someone and not get anything. So I mean, I'll be honest with you, as a medical assistant, yeah, I do understand that masks are really effective, but then the people who are anti-maskers in one way they do have a point about being very distant if you're very distant mask doesn't necessarily matter now however how severe you may be contagious could remain to be seen obviously so that's why it's just best to keep mask on you know have the maximum protection you know there's no no problems all freaking problems you know but yeah i um i forgot what we're talking about Yes, you do. So Doros, the medical assistant at Urgent Care, you know exactly what we're doing. You're, you're, you play a critical role in the, uh, in a lot of stuff right now. COVID related. It's just, uh, you know, as a matter of fact, it's, it's. I'm glad you said that, Risky, right? Because I just recently just been uh, coming from the Bojangles Stadium, and they, they've been doing uh, vaccinations over there, and that's been, uh, it hasn't been severely busy but i have been running around left and right so it was between having to vaccinate uh i can't remember how many people i vaccinated a decent amount of patients to um having to just watch over patients just to make sure they're not passing out from recovery we can always get to that later to like you know passing their papers along to other people you know it was i was just doing a bunch of stuff so and I'm that's really why you guys are heroes. And that's why you are heroes. I and that. and that's why it's a pass. <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> no, no worries. Um, I will tell you this, though. This this is still related to everything. Um, it's a lot of contradictions, you know? Just a lot of just different stuff. Like I said, you figure out how dirty your phone is. And, and, yeah, um, phones are dirty. Yeah, your package, how dirty. And then you think about the grocery, how you may have picked up a a milk and decide you didn't want it anymore, but then another individual could have sneezed and been nasty, you know? Yeah. Like, now you're really thinking that. I, You know what really is my rant of the day, though? Hmm. I literally saw a Lysol commercial and a Clorox commercial, guys. Where is it? Yeah. 
that yeah, it's I so think, hard to find those yeah and they put it in your face in the commercial they said it it can destroy the covid19 virus and i'm like so pine soul as well but i'm like okay but where you at what is it like pics or it didn't happen no just like Dude, I was like, but where you at? Like, okay, thank you, commercial, reminding me of that Lysol has these things on certain surfaces, but where are you at? Right. It doesn't help if I can't buy you. (laughs) Buy you (laughs) this cruel world. (laughs) So, you know, um, what what do you feel, uh, Kanidja, you know, just with everything considered? from because you know from the beginning you know we're we're getting information new all the time yeah you know it's so i i've had to turn off the news i'm gonna tell you straight up oh, like mm-hmm. I, I, in the beginning the news was on i was trying to stay in the new or in the in the know you know everything and being like this is what's happening this is happening and now i'm just like you know what i can't keep on living in fear but i'm going to be safe Mm-hmm. So I'm I am going to reduce the amount of hours I'm out of the house. Yeah, but I'm not going to stop living my life. So if I got to go grocery shopping or if I want to have lunch with a friend, you know, I'm going to do that. But I'm going to be safe by doing it. I'm going to bring hand sanitizer. I'm going to wear mm-hmm. my mask. Mm-hmm. I'm going to wash my hands. You know, I'm not going to go out there and be like, no one can tell me COVID can't get me, and then go out there without a mask or anything and still touch my face. Right. You know, I think you can live your life, but also be safe. And so for me in the beginning, I was a little paranoid, you know, and yeah, for yeah, yeah. a long time, like I was helping out some of my family members with groceries because they didn't want to go out because they had younger kids. So I was helping them, you know, and so I would get the groceries, but I would leave it on their doorstep and then they would all the groceries. Look at you being the sacrifice. <laughs> and, and, you know, at the time, that's how exactly how I saw it. I was just like, it's okay. I have nothing to lose. You know, I don't have any kids. I don't have any, you know, I, I, I'm fine. If I get it, I'm, it's okay oh, if I die. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, you didn't fit any of those initial categories, right? right? So, of course, you're like, I'm young. I'm hip. I can go. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. Although I do have asthma. But I was just like, I got this. But... <laughs> But yeah, I mean, now I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to be safe. So like, Sodorox, you were right about like, just wash your hands, just take the precautions. But, you know, Rissy, before our break, how are you? How did you handle it between then and now? Um, I mean, I handle it like just every, any, you know, normal American. Uh, we spazzed. Okay. Okay. <laughs> 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 goodness gracious. And, but I was like, okay. And, and I was like, okay, so what, what, again, with you, I was like, I was volunteering as tribute and <laughs> I will die <laughs> for you all. Right. Cause I was like, cause at first I was definitely utilizing online grocery ordering, but then I eat a lot of fruits and vegetables and, and I make like bread sandwiches or whatever, you know, like peanut butter jail or whatever. And my issue was it, they picked the bad groups it didn't matter which order grocery delivery service i was using right mm-hmm. it was like if i had strawberries it would go bad by day four oh, that's wow. not how strawberries work okay uh, process kind <laughs> right like it was just, <laughs> my fruits and vegetables were just not working out for me and 
what happened? And then the bread, you get a full loaf of bread. Guess where it has the best by date? What? Today. Wow. Like, what am I supposed to do? Like, that's not, you know, and so I had to just be like, you know what? I'm just gonna just go, just do it and just make sure, you know, I have my mask on. I'm washing, you know, my cloth mask as I speak. I'm layering up. So again, it just be safe. Because I, I was really being very, like, hermit, very hermit. And then I was like, I got to go somewhere. I got to go. Right. um, I did go. I did do some traveling, not in November, but more in like September, October Mm -hmm. type deal. And I made sure I kept my hand sanitizer. You know, I try to stick with that, you know, 75% and above, wink, wink. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) and, uh, (laughs) that's how I was doing it. So at first, I I think I was initially like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? And especially with the children, it's like a whole nother, it's like a multi-syndrome, like, like, I don't know what the word is. I heard it on the news and eventually I start, started to take the news off. Yeah. I was like, I'm just going to have my hand sanitizer every so often. I've taken my little one to the mall. Again, being safe and making, she understands the playground is closed. Okay. So mm-hmm. it's not like we're, we're the weird ones where we're breaking the like, girl, just ride one more ride. No, no. no we're just, it's we're closed. Through. Yeah, it's closed. The playground so, is broken. <laughs> the playground, yes. You know, just because, again, my, my little one, for example, life doesn't stop. Mm-hmm. And you know everyone handles things differently, okay? Because some people with the whole you know your life don't stop and they take it to the extreme mm-hmm. where they want to be very combative and argumentative about it, and you don't have to do that if right. you're going to quote you know live your life. So with her, because uh, she is growing, I, I I have to take her to make sure that I'm getting the right size for her for certain things have her go out to help practice some of her social skills, for example, speaking, you know, walking, you know, like, it's just little stuff like that. Or be aware of, like, knowing how to use the elevator correctly, safely, because she may have to go and she might, you know, kids are kids. So I learned to live with it and cope with everyone. So, I mean, it's good now. Yeah, exactly. Well, awesome. We are about to go on our break, and uh, we'll be back. And we're back. So real quick, I did, I did want to mention, just completely as a side note, before we really jump into these vaccines. Yeah, sure. Go for it. <laughs> so I have gotten this um, posture thing. So it wraps around your shoulders, and it, you can tighten it to kind of help your posture. It kills your armpits. Like, it hurts. And so I'm, I'm wearing it during this podcast. And so I'm kind of moving around a little bit. Um, so if you hear me strain a little bit on my talking, <laughs> it's because I'm trying to fix my posture. <laughs> I got you. So, Kadeja, what you do on break? I got this posture thing. <laughs> <laughs> Working in the office, you you kind of tend to have a really bad posture. <laughs> so, yeah, 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 yeah. So, <laughs> what'd you turn during the break, Chrissy? Well, um, I've been going extremely hard at the gym. Oh, nice. And I paid for membership, and I usually go in the morning. So I did too many days straight. Oh. And now I'm sore. You do some stretching then? Forget stretching, okay? We're going hard when we go to the gym, okay? So, no. 
<laughs> well, I, I'm doing only lower peak. Remember, my New Year's resolution was learning how to do a split. Right. Okay. And prepping my body too. So we're getting closer where I can. I sorry guys, I'm terrible at describing this. But long story short, you know how you, you slide your legs and you can do like a little tent. Your yeah. Kind of form a tent and your hands are right there in the center. I mm-hmm. can do that now. I could not have done that uh, a couple weeks ago. Nice. So progress. And yeah, it's still like early in the year. Right, right. So we're just trying to do this. So I'm a little bit sore, but we go into the gym tomorrow and we're <laughs> Make sure you stretch. <laughs> awesome. So, Doros, what did you do during the break? Not a damn thing. <laughs> you took a break. <laughs> That's right. I tried to do very little as possible to try to recuperate from everything I've been going through. Well, that's a great segue. So, Sidorox, this past week, you have been doing vaccine, te- uh, I guess, vaccine administration. Is that correct? Or Yeah, definitely been administering vaccines. Or to put it simply, I've just been giving people shots of vaccines. Okay. So are there a lot of people? like, And, what, and you said the phase right now is people 65 and older? Yeah, I'm not sure of the technical phase we're in it's probably like 1a 1b we were in before i'm not sure if there's something else going on i just know that they just went from it was originally 75 and up and aside from people who are 75 and up if you were in a healthcare worker or you know just working like front lines and things like that you of course were granted to have the the first and second dose now um the vaccination that we were doing however my clinic was contracted with the health department so we weren't really doing excuse me the first dose of the vaccines we were only doing the second dose so basically we were only seeing people who were coming back to get the second dose to complete their full vaccination for covid uh i did however assist the health department with the patients who were seeing their um uh nurse for their first dose and after they would get their first dose of the vaccine, they would usually get stationed to a recovery uh, recovery lounge where they could just sit around for about 15 minutes just in case they're not experiencing any adverse reactions. During that time, we usually offer any services, see if they want to schedule their second dose appointment. Um, and usually we try to schedule at least three weeks uh, out within the same day that they got tested. So basically, if you got tested today, three weeks from now, you would still get tested on that Sunday. Um, basically we do that because in order to get the vaccine the most efficient way and to also avoid any possible issues, you want to be able to take it within a three-week period. So that's essentially at least 21 days. Now, they, the health department, uh, they did say it's okay to do as little as 17 days, but you cannot do it any less than 17 days and if you try to go over the 21 days, you may be pushing the efficiency of the vaccine. Oh, so explain, can you explain this? Why do we need to get a second dose? So you have to think about it this way. So this vaccine isn't like your typical vaccines. Both the Pfizer and the Moderna, 
These are two variant mRNA vaccines. mRNA vaccines are basically a new addition to the vaccines, uh, basically a new method to trying to trick the body into thinking something's going on. You try to create the antibodies, and those antibodies will essentially try to protect you uh, from you know, any possible exposures in the future. So I remember we were talking about antibodies in our last uh, podcast about COVID, how mm-hmm. I explained how antibodies are essentially protein molecules that essentially protect you from any possible, um, you know, future exposures, assuming that your body has enough of the antibodies and is strong enough to actually fight it off. Um, so the vaccine, the mRNA vaccine, essentially... Think about it like this. Whenever the shot is injected into you, you're injecting this mRNA, which is essentially a code to a virus. So you know how you have DNA and RNA, right? So you have this code that the body is detecting. It detects that code. And that when it sees that code, it's thinking that it's COVID. So the body will then start to create immune responses and then eventually those antibodies will start to produce usually within the typical one to three uh, excuse me one to two week mark how is that different than the flu vaccine vaccine? yeah so doesn't the flu vaccine kind of trigger the antibodies to do it too well see the thing is is that the flu vaccine also carries a uh some kind of virus in it so that kind this that virus as a whole kind of works a little bit differently because of how more how much more efficient those vaccines are. And besides the fact that you only need one of those shots compared to these two shots within a two-month span. So do you need to get a third shot and a fourth shot, or is it just two shots and you're good for the rest of the year? Or how does that so, work? So think about it like this. If you want to be protected for a whole year. You're probably looking at at least six, six shots, but you want to do two shots in a span. So basically, this shot is only triggering your antibodies, like you said, to actually recognize that something's going on. So it's only increasing your immune system, like it's ready for something. And then when nothing comes, the antibodies are going to basically decrease. So then you give another shot, so the antibodies increase again, and you gotta keep doing that to keep it increased or increase your immune system so it's ready to fight off COVID before COVID gets you. More or less. Um, now, see, the thing is, is that, the, so with these two doses, the first dose doesn't give you enough antibodies. You usually need a second dose, but you have to wait for that first dose to kind of really seek in there for at least those three weeks. You get that second dose, you get the rest of, what you need, it develop it helps the body to develop enough of the antibodies to last you for two months. Now, the only reason why it works that way is because I think I mentioned this before too. Whenever your body is experiencing a virus and you're having severe symptoms, let's say if you're having symptoms to a point where you're on on your bed, like it's putting you on, it's putting you on your on your butt, to where you can't get out of bed. And you've been on there for at least a week, week and a half tops. Before you start hitting your two weeks where you're starting to really recover and you're starting to feel a lot better, those antibodies, when they start to eventually produce in your body, those antibodies is going to most likely last you for like five, six, maybe even seven months. Now, Mm. if a person who only had like minor symptoms and they only had like a symptom for like a day and then they started feeling okay for like the rest and they were just shedding and all this other stuff. 
by the time they start developing antibodies, this probably gonna only last them for like a one to two months. So basically what I'm saying is whenever you're getting this vaccine, this vaccine is basically basically mimicking a contraction of the virus. So when you're getting this virus, it will trigger the immune responses. You get the antibodies. So depending on how your body's going to react to this vaccine will determine how efficient it's going to work later down the road. You want to have immune responses. People are afraid right now when they get that second dose, it's supposed to be more severe than the first. People hear that and they're thinking, oh, crap, I don't want to take it because I don't want to feel like I'm dying. If you want to, if you get the second dose and you're starting to get those fevers, you're really feeling sick or something like that, you want that because the, now that. Mm -hmm. Sorry. So the immune response, that's like a side effect of the vaccine? The immune response is, uh, a, is a, a response from your body. You want to, uh, immune response is basically something that whenever, when, when, whenever your body is somehow uh, compromised in some way from a virus, and whenever it's making its whole, sometimes the body has to react in some way to even know that something's going on. So whenever it sees and detects it in some way, whenever it tries to find some way of means of attacking it in some way, you'll get those immune responses. Immune responses you can get anywhere between like, I mean, you usually get like symptoms of some kind. Those symptoms are usually because you're getting a immune response because it's trying to uh, fight off a virus. So basically, whenever you're feeling that way, it, think of it as, oh, gosh, I'm getting an immune response from something. Okay. So uh, basically, after you get the vaccine, you could develop like a headache or soreness of muscles or, um, or like lethargic or something along those lines. But really, that's not a side effect of the vaccine. It's just a side effect that the vaccine is working because it's increasing your antibodies and creating that immune response. Exactly. Pretty much. Gotcha. Gotcha. So that's really interesting. So the second one is supposed to be worse than the first one. Why do you think that is? Is it because it's making your body increase more antibodies? I think it's also because it's because you're getting a second dose. It's kind of like, oh, gosh, she's getting a second exposure. So the body is probably kind of still trying to recover from the first, but then it's getting hit again. And it's like, oh, gosh, I'm really getting hit hard. I'm not I'm not done recovering yet. So it's just you're basically just surprising the body with another attack before it's like really starting to like get things uh, all together. But once that, that body starts to really fight everything off, that's when you start to really build up all those antibodies, which is pretty good. So basically what I'm trying to say is if you get little to no symptoms from one or two of these doses for these for those two or so months as you're supposed to, you know, be okay or whatnot, if you're not getting anything at all, you're basically not getting any benefit from, from that vaccine. So that should actually be concerning. But the good thing is, is that our events that we're doing with these vaccinations, we offer these papers and pallets and stuff like that. If anything were to happen, whether you're feeling really, really, really bad, or if you just want to share your experience, or if you're not feeling, you know, whatever it may be, you can actually send it to this website. And it's actually, you can actually put all of your experiences on there. And this is just so I can help with more studies for the mRNA vaccine. Because the cool thing is, is that since this is a new vaccine, this could be a new, it is a breakthrough for like, for the future of vaccines, because this is like a new way to kind of like 
I guess, find another efficient way of having to fight some things that we may not really understand later down the road. It's basically like, think of it as like this. mRNA vaccines could be like a new thing that you can see whenever we find out newer viruses. And until we start learning more and more and more, we'll get the more better, efficient virus, uh, excuse me, uh, more efficient vaccines, like how you see like the flus, and like H, uh, HPV vaccines. And so this is like a workaround. Pretty much, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure it's a workaround because think of it this way. Why do you think it? I mean, I, I can't even say that because if I if I ask that, people are gonna be like, oh, you know, conspiracy, conspiracy, conspiracy. But the reason for why this vaccine came out as quick as he did is because there was really, we have to think about it like this. We have a pandemic. If we were to try to create a vaccine, there's no way in hell we're gonna be able to restore our community as fast as 10 years. I mean, or, I mean, 10 years is not going to be fast enough. It's just we need something to be to be restored a lot faster. All these businesses has already closed down as a result of COVID. Like, there's no way other places can survive in the, in the span of 10 years. So we had to try to figure out another method that could try to, like, you know what I'm saying, try to fight this off. So what we would do is try to go very deep to the source. So we try to find a specific code to that virus and, and you know, try to play we're basically kind of playing with nature, which is the only dangerous thing, in my opinion. Um, but no one asked for that, of course. So, you know, talking about the the coding of that virus, we can utilize that and kind of like see if there's like a way we could try to like understand a little bit and not really harm the body too much. As long as the person that's getting the vaccine is not allergic to those ingredients. Gotcha. Now, that makes sense. Rissy, do you have anything you want to add to that or any response to that or? I am part of with the conspiracy theorists, okay? <laughs> so I'm not going to rant. No, it's fair. It's fair if you are. I mean, I, I don't – I understand other people's perspectives. And quite frankly, I do get edgy whenever something that should not be rushed. If you're trying to perfect something in such a way to make sure everyone's safe regardless of where you are, regardless of your culture, regardless of your condition, whatever it may be, you should be able to all have the same substance and not be harmed from it and still be healed. So they can get concerning whenever something is rushed and things happen. I mean, I mean, I, we're, this is off the subject a little bit, but when we're talking like, like, uh, like video games, for instance, you know, if you rush like a video game, what's going to happen? It's going to get glitches. It's going to have all these bugs and then people are going to get upset and then, it's gonna it's just gonna be bad business for just that company kind of thing but anyway um no but yeah, that's so. that's kind of where i am with it it's, it it took it was too quick it, it just it took forever for our people who make decisions to say anything right it took them forever to say oh okay so let's go implement this and implement that it just took forever to just have a vaccine come out out of nowhere like bam and with the side effects, I'm not going to lie. I, there's side effects with almost every, every just about every uh, medication. So that, the side effects and the type of side effects, not so much because if you really take the time to listen, right, you'll be hearing stuff like, this is like some random medication. They're talking about dysfunction. You're like, hold up. Hold up. <laughs> like, this, this is... This was something else. This was for my eczema. Yeah, premature um, death. <laughs> right. Like, and then if there's swelling occurring and like, the other like things that they put in when everybody's happy, you know, running around playing, you know, everyone's smiling and stuff, and then they're just like, and death by the way. <laughs> so I mean, there's there, you know, what I mean, like I, I'm aware there's side effects, so there's side effects in all other medications, 
out there. So that's not my issue. It's it's just like eh. it's like they're pushing it. It's it's like your friend who bakes, okay? Who says she bakes anyway? Okay, all right, but let me just see how everyone else touches your taste your stuff first, and then I'll 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 do it. Well, so you're, you're gonna wait until see if anyone has turned into a zombie and then you'll do it <laughs> so yes breaker buddies i feel like this is a step to um population control but that again that is part of rissy rants and that's not for today conspiracy uh, conspiracy conspiracy <laughs> but i i definitely feel i'm like i'm not 100 percent, especially since it's 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 well since where you're pushing it and it doesn't work Right, like, a, like we don't know if it does. And Sidoris did mention that, hey, there is um, channels, communication channels, where if you are experiencing systems, um, submit it so that goes to, to more of the research because all this is new. You can't yeah. base anything on new. Uh, you know, yeah. like, there is just everything's new. So that I do appreciate for all the people out there, Breaking Buddies, who have, um, decided to, I think it's appointments now, right? Right? Is it appointment? You can't just come up and get it. Or is it an appointment? It's, yeah, it's appointment for now. You would have to, for first dosing, you would have to schedule through the health department. And of course, through the second dosing, we have to register through the my clinic. Ooh, okay, thank you. So, yeah, so for everyone who has made their appointments and they are, they feel like, yes, I, I need to do this. Go right ahead. I'm we Kadinja, where you at? We are so supportive of you. Yes. Do what makes you feel safe. And exactly. this, you know, I would like to myself, Kaninja, would like to us the in the medical community community as well. I see this as more of a workaround um, and not a fail safe. So just because you have this vaccine does not mean and Sodorox, please fact me, fact check me on this. Does that mean you can go out there and not wear a mask and, you know, not wear, wash your hands and be like, I'm invincible? Right? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't really, um, pretty much. I mean, the, the, it's like, you have to understand, too. It's like, yeah, you, you may, let's just say hypothetically, the vaccine is working, you're perfectly fine. No one's going to really know that 100% that you're even vaccinated anyway. I mean, yeah, we give record cards and stuff like that. But, I mean, how often do people really carry that stuff around? Mm. Gotcha. Oh, so, oh, basically, Jesus. basically, yeah, I still think it'd still be good to still wear a mask regardless if you're getting vaccinated or not. Just for the simple fact that you're not going to even always have proof that you even did get vaccinated. Mm -hmm. oh, okay, so it's just a work. It's, it's a piece. So, like, how everything's working together. Like, we're social, social distancing. We're wearing clean mask not reusing the same old cloth mask okay not washing it we're using our mask okay we're using high quality hand sanitizer we're washing thoroughly <laughs> i feel like Chrissy's telling me this <laughs> yeah. all pieces. you can't do not saying you can't yes i am going to say it it all is a working part and for it to be effective it all needs to work Exactly. It all needs to be implemented. So I, I feel like, again, who, if you feel safe to take it, that's fine. I can wait and see if it comes in a chewable vitamin. 
Okay, that's what I'm really waiting for. <laughs> it's the shots. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the day, it's the shots for it, see? <laughs> yeah, so if they, whenever they get, they say, hey, we got an interchewable, I am, I don't even care. I want to be right there. Right there. I, I think that'd right be there. another uh, breakthrough if they can find a vaccine in a tool, right, Sidorax? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, Sidorax, I had another question. So, the one in North Carolina, that is the Pfizer vaccine. Is that correct? Yeah, there's actually two vaccines. There's a Pfizer vaccine and then the Moderna vaccine. So, what is the difference and how... How is it stable? Is it not stable? I heard one needs to be super, super cold. I heard like another can only last like a certain amount of hours. Can you dive into that a little bit? I'll be honest with you. I'm not too familiar with the Moderna because the one that I was messing with was the Pfizer. And what I understand with Pfizer BioNTech COVID-19 vaccines is that we actually have to dilute the vaccine with saline. At least that's what I remember what the diluent is. Um, so we're taking basically, I won't really give the specific demographics, but I will essentially extract the, the, the saline from the bottle, inject it into the vaccine bottle, and then we're supposed to pull back and forth or like, you know, pull in and out for, I think, like two or three times, something like that. And we're supposed to play with the bottle or, you know, things like that. But Anyway, after all that's been formulated, you're supposed to keep it cool and away from UV rays for six hours. The reason why I specifically mention UV rays is because it's actually proven to be very sensitive to sunlight, as interesting as that is. So whenever we're vaccinating, we have to make sure that the sun at any cost is not exposing to the, the vaccine. So we tried to find any means to try to keep it covered. Um, we did have a system where we would keep it in a black drawer and the black drawer usually had some kind of interesting cooling system to kind of keep it cool. Um, and uh, like I said, once it's formulated about six hours, uh, those vaccines are good. After six hours, those vaccines have not been used regardless if it's been, you know, in the cool or whatnot, they have to be tossed out. Oh, oh. So how many do you think in this past week have you had to toss out because you had not It's actually funny you asked that because earlier in the week when I was doing this vaccination, the first week there was going to be like 10 or 12 vaccines going to be tossed away. I ended up volunteering to take the vaccine just for the, the sake of not tossing it because number one, we were already getting a short supply of the vaccines to begin with. And two, they were just being tossed away if they weren't being used. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. If I end up like taking the vaccine and, you know, if I end up dying, then so be it. But, you know, with, with all the other people that I was working with, all the the uh, nurse practitioners, the doctors, all the ones who've taken the shots, uh, I was like, you know what, whatever. I'll just go ahead and take it just to see what's up. At the very least, I can uh, share my experience with other people just to kind of at least give them some more insight. Not necessarily to convince them, but more just to have information on the back of the head. But, um, yeah, so, so... Yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on. You took the vaccine. Yes, I did. Okay, when did you were going to tell us this? Uh, I actually didn't even think about it, to be completely honest with you. 
Oh, you'd be so tired being our heroes. I understand. I understand. <laughs> Save so, us from zombies. <laughs> like this. Yeah, at I'm, first... I'm giving my life just to... Sh- if I end up dying from the vaccine, I gave my life showing that you shouldn't take it. Well, no, you would go into the research. So they'll be like, whatever your demographics are, don't reveal yourself like Kenidra did. Whatever your demographics <laughs> are, then they would put it in the system and and help with further research. You know what? I haven't actually thought about that. I'll have to look into that. <laughs> I feel so, like it's all being... I'm sorry. Go ahead. Connection. No, go ahead, Rizzy. I feel like even with the, unfortunately, the death, I feel like somehow with all these statistics, it's, it's helping with some, some other step. A step that we just don't know yet. Mm-hmm. I feel anyway. Yeah. Because right now, you know, the jury's out. It's everybody. It's just everybody. And I feel like once they've, you know, I guess perfected the vaccine in a way, and other things too considered, and more research, it would be better for, we'll figure it out. Right. right. We'll know that if someone coughs in, in, at whatever store, it's not 12 hours is in the air. Like, right. so like everyone run! <laughs> <laughs> it's the Rona! <laughs> So um, that's very interesting. Uh, so, hey, can we ask about your experience? Is that going too much into your personal biz? No, I honestly would not mind sharing my experience. And quite honestly, it wasn't even that big of a deal. Um, so once I received the shot, I probably started feeling my first bit of symptoms probably within an hour or so. And the only thing I pretty much experienced was just some pressure in the eyes and just lightheadedness. But that went away after the next day. It wasn't even anything of a concern, honestly, because I normally feel some pressure in the eyes anyway, probably because I have some condition in the eye. I think I have some stigmatism or other stuff going on with my eyes. So I'm I'm used to feeling pressure in my eyes anyway. So I honestly didn't think anything of it. And lightheadedness, it, it honestly couldn't have been anything. That could have just been from just, you know, just being exhausted from working all the time and stuff. So I didn't think anything of that either. But, um, yeah, so after taking it the next day, I did feel a lot better. And uh, just just normal days after that. Now, granted, I was feeling sore. I did forget to mention that. But that was just in the arm I'm used to feeling sore anyway from, like, other shots and things of that nature. So I thought that was just normal. Oh, okay. Well, I thank you for for that information. So, because I'm sorry. There's too many pictures from press conferences of different big-time people taking the quote-unquote vaccine with the needle cap still on, okay? (laughs) I saw a lot of those videos where they were like, yeah, I just took it. And the black cap was still on there. <laughs> like, I was like, if that wasn't it, if that didn't help me out. And they yayed, okay? You know how people make mistakes. I make mistakes at my job, okay? Who doesn't? But they yayed afterwards, okay? You <laughs> meant to make me think that you took it. When they really didn't. <laughs> Kept the white cap on. <laughs> protector. I said, yes, population control. They want us to be zombies. This is it. So, yeah. Break Room Buddies, on this podcast, we have a person who has taken the vaccine and has not turned into a zombie and is alive as well. It is Sidorox. <laughs> so- He's getting paid for his testimony. 
<laughs> so yeah. it looks it looks like we are almost out of time. Is there anything else, Sadrox, that you want to mention before we go into our final thoughts? Yeah, we're definitely actually going to spend a little bit more time into this. So let's get into it. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, All right, you got three minutes. Mention, I did actually want to mention some things. Like, for starters, like, I did have... Actually, I was looking at the standing order from the head director of the health department. And I did notice some technicalities and some other interesting things. Uh, for starters, I did notice that even though in our current phase of vaccinations, we're in the phase where we're dealing with uh, 65 and older, like I mentioned before, um, this condition or situation, it says specifically that if COVID-19 vaccine has already been thawed and no one meeting criteria for the current phase of vaccination or any of the previous phases is available to receive it, administration to persons or people not meeting the criteria is permitted to avoid wasting vaccine production. What that basically means is that if in the event we have to throw away vaccines and if people who don't actually meet the current criteria because of the current vaccination phases, they actually are technically allowed to get the vaccine to avoid it getting tossed away. So if people were under the age of 65, let's say if you had some 40-year-olds or even some 18-year-olds or some 20-year-olds hanging around and we're about to toss it out, guess what? They just can get vaccinated. They would just, of course, still have to go through the registration process, but they would have immediately get the vaccine and they would also, well, of course, save the waste. So, so I thought it was really interesting to mention that because that was actually specifically mentioned on the standing order. I don't recall it being illegal to mention any specifics or any other technicalities for that matter. So in case people wanted to know a loophole, there you go. Um, also, as for the ingredients, I find it really interesting how after looking at it, to be honest with you, it makes me actually feel more comfortable taking the vaccine because it honestly just looks like typical stuff that you know that you see in your medicines or other vaccines in the past. Honestly, it doesn't look like anything of uh, major concern. Now, what does catch my eye, however, is at the beginning of the uh, the ingredients when it mentions the mRNA, it does mention that there is a modified neo. Uh, what is it? Nuclear. Man, bear with me, ladies. I uh, it's okay, nuclear. hero. It's okay, hero. <laughs> nucleoside, excuse me, nucleoside modified mRNA coding. So that is the only thing that caught my eye because of the word modified. So I don't know if somehow they got a hold of the mRNA from the actual COVID virus and somehow managed to modify it in any way. If that's the case, that really does. I do find it interesting as to why they had to modify it. Wasn't sure if it was a, any way that they have to fill in to possibly get the body to get tricked somehow, or if, I don't know, it's just, I find that really interesting. Of course, uh, it's out of my scope, so I really couldn't understand or honestly explain what that all means or anything like that. But if you folks ever want to, you know, of course, look up the ingredients yourselves for both or any of the vaccines for that matter, you can always just visit the NCBI's website, you know, the government's website, just, you know, look up vaccine ingredients and it's all right there. So in case you're ever wondering, ah, yeah, I don't, you don't know what they put in the vaccine. Oh, oh yeah, that's right there on their website. So 
<laughs> that is awesome to know. Rissy, did you have anything you wanted to add? No, I, I honestly was thinking about food, right? And when Sidoris explained how, hey, the loophole, right, that, you know, with people who are not showing the symptoms, all that good stuff, how the loophole for, for someone who's not quite showing symptoms to still receive the vaccine, right? Right? Could, you mm -hmm. know, so they won't toss it. I was thinking, you know how you go to the donut shop, right? And <laughs> it's $3 a donut. You go in the morning, it's $3. You go to the afternoon, it's $3. But if you come right at closing, you get a dozen for free. Yeah, it's so basically that same concept. <laughs> yeah. But that, that is very interesting, like both the comparison and the... Uh, I guess the more or less, I don't know if I would call it a loophole, but just one of the criteria there that, I don't know, has been widely spread saying, hey, if these vaccines aren't used that are prepared for that day, they get thrown out. So mm -hmm. break room buddies, if you want to get the vaccine, make sure you look those up and then look at the places that you can get them. I think one was the Bojangles Coliseum. I think there's other ones too. But if look out for those and if you want to get it kind of be out there like a black friday or like you want to get those dozen donuts yeah. <laughs> at the end and see if you can get one now of course it's not a guarantee right so Dorox is only if you have any extra well yeah that and uh just so that we're all uh also clear because i'm sure this is going to be listened worldwide want people to understand that this is pretty much from north carolina i'm not sure how other states are but the health, the the health director from the health department of North Carolina was the one who initiated this order. This is a standing order, so you know this is all right here for North Carolina. I'm not, again, I don't know if it's like that for the entire world. If it is, freaking fantastic for everyone else. But this says here on this piece of paper I'm looking at right here, it says Mecklenburg County. So, okay, look, look at us, look at us, Kenija. We worldwide. We worldwide. <laughs> <laughs> As a side note, we did get a view or a listen from someone from Germany. So that was what? very interesting. So Not oh cool. yeah. Yeah, we think you're big. Okay. Shout out to the German right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. So it looks like we are out, all out of time. Before That's we get back to work, let's finish out with our final thoughts. Uh Rissy, you want to go first? Sure. Let me go get my phone together. Da -da -da -da. I'm tired. That's a, <laughs> I'm a hero too, so I definitely went through. I missed my phone. <laughs> I am ready in three, two, one. Thank you so much, Sidoras, for returning with all your medical expertise and knowledge and wisdom. We thank you so much for coming. Uh, I hope that um, that our listeners can take away from this. <sighs> from this particular episode, it's just to be safe, do what's comfortable, and be safe. If you choose to take the vaccine or not, just be safe. Wear your mask, wash, wash your hands, social distance, high-quality hand sanitizer. And that's my 30 seconds. <laughs> All right, I'll go next, and we'll save the best for last. Okay. All right, uh, ready, set, go. Um, so, yes, again, thank you, Sarox, for, for joining us. Definitely have learned a lot about the vaccine especially for that one, uh, I guess, criteria about being able to take it, even though you're not part of the phase, 
the current phase if they have still some leftover in North Carolina, of course. And also just to make sure you wash your hands. You know, I, I definitely learned from you as well, Sidorox, when you mentioned, hey, I just make sure that I have high hand hygiene. And as a medical assistant, then that makes a lot of sense that you wouldn't be freaking out like Rissy and I throughout this COVID experience. So thank you again. And definitely uh, I'll think about becoming a zombie. I don't know. We'll see. That's the end of my 30 seconds. And uh, Snorox, would you like to close this out? All right. And uno, dos, tres. So I do appreciate both of you ladies having me on this podcast again for a second time to basically communicate, have conversation about the vaccine, basically about any possible benefits, any side effects, any experiences, and basically just the difference, uh, differences that it's going to be changed from here on out. Um, I do, um, at the end of the day, I'm pretty happy that I am, you know, working in this field and even being able to vaccinate as much people as I possibly can. I know people have our differences and, you know, our, you know, opinion on the vaccine, but, you know, I, I'm just happy that we're able to at least have something to kind of, kind of null the pain for a little bit until we can find something to try to put it down for good or something like that. Awesome. Well, all right. So thank you again, Sarah, for joining us and giving us the inside scoop on the vaccine. Be sure to comment or leave your feedback on our Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Thank you all for listening in. Bye, break room buddies. Bye. Peace. See you next time. Thank you for spending your break with us. Time to get back to the grind. For some suggestions on what we talk about next time, send us an email at ourbreakroom@gmail.com. at gmail.com. See you next time, break room buddies.